Everyone, this is the 57th installment of the Monday Morning Commute, brought to you by the Here's My Thing podcast. I'm your host, John Russos, and today, this is the first episode where I am not the only one talking. It really impromptu. This episode, you know, follows the format of like a This American Life. I was at a hotel in Portland, and I saw a bunch of people doing something I thought was interesting. I went up to one of them. I asked him some questions, really running with it. I got enough questions where I thought, you know what? This could be something fun to work with. We'll see what happens. So uh, with that being said, everyone, cardistry. The Society Hotel might be one of the most interesting places in Portland, Oregon. And considering the city's slogan, Keep Portland Weird, that's saying something. The hotel sits in Portland's Chinatown, home to more than just the club scene, but also the unspoken meeting place for a majority of the homeless population, more than likely attributed to the number of shelters in the area. A rugged outside, and not uncommon to find broken syringes, glass bottles, and decades-old gum imprinted into the sidewalk. But as for the hotel, it's as if the steel beam frame illuminating some sort of trendy force field. The hotel looks like a Brooklyn transplant. The entrance it really made up of large windows with a couple slightly inclined tiled walkways leading up to the doors. And relatively small, and there's a couple couches, both light brown, and they'll sit too comfortably, and I think anything else probably pushing it. Four tiny tables as well, one large communal one down the middle. The aesthetic reminds me of a gentrified country haberdashery, the employees being slight outcasts, but brought in by the host, and by host, I mean assistant manager. I believe her name's Noelle. Noelle is very warm. We've interacted a couple times, most notably her shutting me down after I asked to film a video on the rooftop. I think I have a crush on her. She's 42. When I think of a haberdashery, I think of random groups of people coming together to share space. Maybe Samuel L. Jackson interacting with Kurt Russell and Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. The hotel fits that mold. Because one second, it's your normal cafe goers in the lobby, reading a book, clearing out emails. But then the next, it's time for events like transgender bingo. A couple weeks ago, I had plans to meet a former coworker. Her name's Jess. Herself familiar with society, it, it being equidistant to both our offices, we chose to meet up on a normal Monday at 5 p.m. I got there early, probably around 4.50 p.m. It was a little louder than normal. A lot more people, too. It's as if everyone staying in the hotel was in the lobby, gathered around the communal table, and everyone was the same age, and everyone had wardrobes similar to mine, H&M heavy. No one was making eye contact. Everyone was heads down. And when this position's assumed, I usually think people are playing Pokemon Go. But when I looked as to what they were holding in their hands, it wasn't an iPhone. But instead, cards. Not the bicycle brand. It looked like every single person had a different deck. 
the only person who had any sort of technology was the cameraman. And this person bouncing from individual to individual, filming all these people shuffle. My weekly Pinterest scrolls almost forced me to order an avocado toast on nine grain bread. After my card left the reader, I let curiosity take the wheel. I walked up to the man closest to me. I wanted to know exactly what was going on. He seemed approachable. And what was your name? Franz. French? German name, yeah. Franz. Franz. Awesome. Franz stood about 6'1". He had blonde hair parted perfectly down the middle, landing just over the ears, to the point where if he had an upper cartilage piercing, I'd have no idea. Wearing black cargo shorts and a dark navy blue shirt, he took a long flight to Portland so he could attend a very specific event. Did you come alone for the event? Um, no, I didn't. Um, I took the flight with a friend of mine. From, from Germany. Oh, from Germany. Yeah, so oh, we wow. traveled from Germany to the US oh, to my yeah. first convention. And yeah, I've been sitting in my room a long time just doing cardistry and watching the videos of it. Yeah. It's a convention um, for cardistry. Cardistry is an art form of manipulating playing cards, shuffling playing cards in different kind of ways. There are thousands of ways and you can present it in your own style, create your own moves. It's like skateboarding. I thought that was an interesting comparison. Skateboarding. They're not just shuffling these cards. They're flipping them around, weaving them through their fingers, throwing them in the air, but then bringing them back to a single deck. Me personally, I have been doing it for two years. Um, so another very long time. There are cardists who, who do this for five years, ten years. Wow. And yeah, but it's all about having fun together. And it's just very nice. And is that a special deck, but for the most part, it's, it's the normal it's, 52? It's just a normal 52, but um, yeah, in this case, you can see it in the light. It's got some small pips. Some small pips. I don't know if you can see it against the light. Yeah, so yeah. The, air, the air can fit in and it's more squishy. And you can fans and stuff like that. The way he described it, the engineering of the cards, concept-wise, it sounded very similar to an air hockey table with the airflow allowing the puck to move about the rink. Who's the most well-known? The most well-known, there are a few well-known cardists. For example, um, Zach Mueller. Zach Mueller? Yeah, he did the Fontaine playing cards. Zach Mueller. The way France spoke about him, it sounded like I was hearing an urban legend. The face to this community that in the public eye, relatively unknown. Zach has 31,000 followers on Instagram, and you can catch him at Zach Monkey, and then his brand, Fontaine Cards, 91,000 subscribers on YouTube. It's a respectable social presence. Uh, my friend Jess then asking the perfect question. How did you get into this? Um, on so social media. I just clicked the YouTube video, and yeah, I've saw it and it was so insane. I, I had to do this, I had to learn it. And there were cardistry tutorials on YouTube. And then I learned the basics and then started creating my own stuff. Yeah. The internet all too powerful. In social media, don't get me wrong, it can be toxic at times. But it's moments like this, talking with people like France, a small community building day in and day out, but powerful enough 
for people from all over the world, different countries speaking different languages, hopping on flights, coming to another country, one they've never been to before, gathering in the lobby of a random hotel, cultivating friendships over a very unique interest. I want to give a big thank you, a big shout out to France. Uh, He did not have to talk to us, but I'm so glad he did. So France, if you're listening, thank you, my friend. I very much appreciate it. Uh, Also, shout out and thank you to Jess. Uh, She asked some great questions. And then, I mean, if she didn't agree to meet, this episode wouldn't have happened. So thank you, Jess. Uh, Everyone, different type of installment today. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I had a fun time putting it together. But with that... I'm John Russos. This is the Here's My Thing podcast. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.